Tom Turbovich! Get ready for a Tommy Turbo Masterclass. Masterclass. Aimless Tuesday is here. And the boys are hard as a rock. Don't be a weak gutted dog. Leave that for Jamin Salmon. Get ready for the best super coach show on the planet. It's so good, it's better than Lego. You're now listening to the Super Coach Experience Podcast. Here's your host, Brandon Savage. Brandon Savage. Hello and welcome back to the Super Coach Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Savage, the coach of the Jamin Salmons Carnage has hit the Supercoach world, and we are here to dissect it today. I've cut the crew, and I've brought my trusty partner along in the winner of the 2021 series to help you dissect this carnage, the coach of the Vili Army, Timmy Moody. How are you, Timmy? Yeah, good. It's rep sort of duties time, so only the elite sort of um, get more opportunities at this sort of time, so thanks for calling me on. Um yeah, jeez, oh, it seems like every sort of buy period this happens. I mean, we sort of got away with it in the like round thirteen, but yeah. now there is this carnage. A lot of big decisions to be made. A lot of big name players out, um, and I can't, I can't even I can't even just say it on the top of my head because there's that many. Mm. Firstly, um, Jesus Nathan Cleary on the weekend injured hamstring injury. What are your initial thoughts and I guess Supercoach-wise, Origin-wise, what are you more upset about? And a Panthers-wise, you know, as well, because mm. I'm a Panthers fan, so it hits me three times. Um, this time of year, probably definitely the Blues, hey. I think you can deal with Supercoach. You can, you know, use that as an opportunity to find a bit of point of difference or – Things can shift in the rankings just by making the right plays in these sorts of decision uh, situations with good decisions. But for the Blues, geez, it's a big, it's the biggest whack of all whacks. I initially like Supercoach wise, when something like this happens, I'm kind of like, yes, I've got 900k to spend. I can spend on whoever I want. But then you think about Origin, and for Nathan Cleary himself, I'm actually. A massive fan of his, and I thought going up to Suncorp, it was his chance to mm. to finally give it to the Mar- Maroons, and like for his spot in the side to be under question is just ridiculous in my opinion. And now someone else is going to be given that chance to mm. to potentially perform in the Blues jersey. Makes me and, nervous for him, and make it makes me very nervous for him because clearly he's he's the best seventy in the game by far, in my opinion. I imagine that it's always his jersey as long as he's fit and available um, and that his form doesn't just go completely down the gurgle, which I think is impossible for someone like Nath. Um, but, yeah, in this situation, like, you say they give it to Hines and he really ices it and steps up. What do they do game three? What do they do next year? But, look, I think, yeah, next man up mentality doesn't necessarily mean you've kept or taken the jersey so we'll see what happens i think we're in a nice position with the blues though so nathan clear if heinz comes in and kills it heinz can play five eight yeah if reynolds comes in and kills it he's a bit old so like looking towards the future get out the pastures reynolds for cleary is probably the best thing for cleary reynolds uh cleary will be hoping that reynolds gets named but then there's mitch moses who super coach wise 
this could undo a lot of super coaches. And yeah. like Nathan Clear is injured this week. Mitch Moses is the most traded in player this week. We've got into some super coach chat real early here. But that means he could potentially be named um, after everyone's already traded him in. And then yeah. everyone goes without him for next week. I think the question here, super coach wise, is is there another good enough replacement besides Nico Hines? Like, there's not that much quality there, in my opinion. I think if you like fossil around and rummage, you might find little bits of gold. Um, like you were out at Hill End back in the days, um, mining for some gold. But um, yeah, I, I got SJ. I, I don't think he's a slam dunk. You know, the week before he scored me a 39. He scored nicely last week, 124, with two tries. He's a bit of an option there. He's playing some pretty good footy, and the Waratahs are as well. The Waratahs. Uh, sorry, the, the, the Warriors. Yeah, the, yeah that, that's what it is. The, <laughs> the Waz. Waz, the Waz. Me, yeah. I um, like Let's Go on Warriors better. I think that's uh, Yeah, I, I like. don't know what, what that – I know it's from the sign, but I wonder if that was originally a mistake. It must have been. I don't know. Or maybe, How no, you I'm, get that I'm, wrong, though? Like, I'm pretty sure it's. it must be their way of saying things or something. Nah, <laughs> they're not that different from us. <laughs> um, yeah, so – I don't know, man. What? Yeah, uh, uh, we'll get into the replacements anyway, Supercoach-wise, very shortly. But firstly, as you can tell, we're in DM Podcast Studios again. Picklebet, we are not in their studio for at least two months now. They're, they're on, on tour. They're on tour. So Picklebet are on tour at the moment. Still, We're still partnered with them. We're very happy to be partnered with them and very, very happy. We had a chat with them yesterday. We said to them, we can facilitate for it. You guys, don't stress. Go on tour. Have fun. Fucking go see the Ashes. You're obviously upset that you didn't get to become a groupie. Like, you were prepared to do anything for the boys (laughs) on tour. For that Ashes tour, potentially. But, um, (laughs) yeah, they're doing good things. And, like... You would have been a lot of fun on the bus. Yeah. And, like, Picklebelt was a massive opportunity. And then this came up at the same time. So, we're we're just... Everything's fallen into place. Eyes up, Supercoach. Eyes up, Supercoach. Eyes up, Podcasting. um, Not only will we do the Tuesday shows here, there's going to be a lot of other content coming out so um stay tuned for that we have a lot of things in the works but mid-season drinks july 22nd or 21st for no july 22nd round 21 three o'clock at panthers sports bar it's getting close it's about a month and a bit away um but it's just going to be i guess a casual meetup watch the footy in the afternoon i uh, just thought i'd mentioned on the podcast because i got a few messages after we first announced nice. it so um we got the whisperer coming and um Adrianosaurus Rex has um, confirmed he's going to come, but whether that actually happens because he lives in Brisbane, uh, I won't hold it against him if he doesn't come. I could see him making it happen. He will. He's down at uh, Croker's 300th this week, so Mm, um, we're going to go see a game with him next week, but... uh, He decided he's going to come down for Croker's 300th with, as a Raiders fan, it's a no-brainer. No-brainer. The biggest Supercoach issues... Heading the headlines is the Nathan Cleary injury. We've got to talk about the replacements. Mitch Moses is the first on top of the table. I've got him on my side at the moment. This Nathan Cleary injury, I'm not very happy about for a, as a Mitch Moses yeah. owner. People are going to get him in anyway. He's got a nice draw playing the Bulldogs this week who leak points. Um, they score points themselves, but they do leak points. I think he's going to score well this week, but I'm a bit concerned that, one, he gets picked for origin. And two, if he doesn't get picked for origin, he's not a pot anymore. 
Yeah, it's a tough one. It's like I've got SJ two, and I've noticed there's people picking him up, and I'm kind of not liking. It was yeah. nice having that little bit of a pod in that position over this period. Um, had you told me a couple of weeks ago that I'm would not have Hines and Nico in my side when I'd be like, I'm not selling them. They're staying in my side all year, not moving them. I'll deal with it over the buys. And then now, look, we're selling both of them, which is crazy. Um, Yeah, the the other options are a little few and far between. Like Jerome Hughes, he's got a little bit of pedigree for Supercoach. We haven't seen it yet, but... These good players, surely they're not just going to have a complete plateau of a year. So maybe this is where he does start to yeah. change gears. And over usually it. he does come good at this time He's of the season. He's 200k less than, you know, than a Mitch Moses and about 100, 150k less than SJ, I think, even. Or maybe only 50k less. Yeah. I think the thing that puts me off about Jerome Hughes is... One, he's not a goal kicker, and mm. in the half-back area, you kind of get that massive ceiling because a lot of them are goal kickers. His draw, the Sharks this week, which uh, I, I, the Sharks haven't been like the rock-solid defense, but yeah, uh, I, don't, leaky, I don't know what's going to happen there. The Tigers in round 16, Melbourne nice. will be without their origin players, and Tigers, they've got Appy, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then Manly round 17, quite nice. Uh, round 18, Penrith. Round 20, Roosters. And then their draw does kind of ease up a bit, but that's right at the point where you're probably going to want to shift him back yeah, to a Hines sort of or a Cleary. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. I don't love him. Yeah. He doesn't feel like the guy that's going to help you no. fly up. But we need to have someone in this position. Honestly, in my opinion, Moses is 100% the guy. I would wait one week. Yeah. You don't need to sell Cleary this week. My, my real gut vibe thinks it's going to be Nico at yeah. seven and just Jerome at six. I don't think they want to change too much. You know, yeah. All this chat about combinations. Just go the whole yeah. like I, I, I like the chat when I start, you start, people start to go, okay, hold on. Well, you got Luttrell there. You could have Cody and Adam Reynolds and you could have bloody um, – what's his – the killer – um, in Stretch. the side as well, yeah. Like you, I was starting to go. This is starting to look like a pretty good side, you know. But then you've got that other mix of the new guys that were and the old guys that have just come in. It's a weird vibe, as I was saying yeah. before. Be weird, like only just like last week they're all looking at each other in the eyes, going, "Yeah, I've got your back. Let's go out there and get this done." You know, f- rewind a couple, uh, fast forward a couple of weeks. And there's only like four or five of them left in there that they're staring each other going, where'd they all go? Yeah. So that'd be a weird vibe. I think he will be reluctant to make changes, but at the same time, some changes need to happen. Like, mm. I don't think TPJ is going to be there, in my opinion. I don't really think he did what we thought. He, I, like, I kind of want him to rip and tear and kind yeah. of cause a bit of havoc, maybe do something naughty, even get sent off for 10 early. I know it sounds yeah. crazy, but... But he didn't do that. Yeah. And, and like, the, the good parts of his game besides that are the offloads and stuff. And He didn't play one, terribly. One of his offloads led to a try, which... Uh, does he put away the offload? Uh, I don't know, but I think we're mm. better off starting with Paulo and having someone like Spencer Linu come off the bench for New South Wales, which... like that. I guess, um, yeah, mass changes are going to have to happen for round two. And honestly, in my opinion, uh, the side that gets picked minus Cleary is probably the side that should have happened in game one, but Freddie just tried to be too cute, which 
not happy with Freddie. Not happy with Freddie as a Blues supporter. But Jerome Hughes, um, Mitch Moses, I think if you sold Nico Hines, I'd be holding Cleary this week and trading in Nico Hines for round 18. And... Yeah, that's potentially the, the Dragons matchup. That's the it? Dragons matchup. Then they've got to buy the week uh, after. They've got right? to buy the week after Origin. Um, that they do play nineteen, but I don't think they play twenty. I just think get Nico back into your side because when he can play, these these guys with their ceilings are the type of players you want to have in your side. And yeah. like at halfback, there's not a lot. I reckon there's a, there's a, it's a bit ballsy, but a part of me just thinks that. Will they go with – Mitch Moses has been playing all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But had an opportunity which didn't us last year. He doesn't really fit in with the rest of the combination sort of chat yeah, of any yeah, sort yeah. of way as well. So even if you went – like with combination-wise, he's not really in that chat. But then is he the next best at the, at the spot? Maybe not. I think probably Nico. You've got to say he yeah. would be. So then it's a matter of do they change the six? I, I can't imagine they would play Moses and Nico and then move Nico to six and Moses at half. They could do it, but I can't imagine them playing Reynolds and Luai either. No, and I think Cody Walker is a good chance of getting picked regardless. I wouldn't mind it, hey. Like, yeah. I'm not the biggest Cody Walker fan, but I, the, the form he's in, I think, apparently he go. was very close before yeah. the game one, and I'm I'm happy because he, um, I feel like his origin performances. I think he had one in the past, and it wasn't very good. I feel like we've got more threat with if yeah, Nico sort of just does a lot of stuff over there on the right, chimes in a little bit with Cody, but then lets Cody take care of like yeah. a bunny's sort of dominated left side. Yep. I like that more than having A-Ray there as well. Yeah, Ray's got a pretty good kicking game and stuff and game management, but I think this the flair and unknown of Hines, what he could bring, could be I actually wouldn't mind if Turbo doesn't play Crichton and Toto on the right and Latrell and Adokar on the left with Cody. I think mm. that – anyway, we're t- talking too much NRL here. Oh, but well, it could affect so much for Supercoach as really, well. It so. really does. I think we've got to wait till – I assume the team is named after the Monday game because it won't be Ooh, yeah, right. it won't be named on Sunday or Monday morning. So uh, if, if you don't realise, uh, Parramatta playing the Bulldogs on Monday afternoon at four o'clock. Um, I still have Isaiah Katoa. A lot of people do. I think if you're going to use the use the clear, clearing money elsewhere, put Isaiah Katoa in there. I just had a revel- revelational idea. So, oh, you can't do it though. So, okay, yeah, it would have been so great. I was just thinking if they did still name the team Monday morning early before the Parramatta game just because they stuck to the time slot, then you could sell Nath to um, Moses. But Nath's already just played the night before, which true, is so you true. can't do yep, that. Yep, You'd yep. need that foresight. Or, yeah. or you know you're going to sell him anyway. Sell him to a Moses. If Moses get named, go to Burden. That's not a bad little trick move. Because you I, definitely want to have an extra half this week. And I I really like Burden. Yeah. Um, goal kicking. He, he's very good chance to make the extent. Like to, to yeah, that's the only problem. We played 18th man yeah, last origin. Even, so maybe even but, but if that's the case where um, the origin teams are named on Monday morning, mm. you can just stick with Moses or you could – 
if you can make it happen, get like a Carl Oluwapu in or someone available at 5'8". I don't know. It's yeah. a pretty tricky one. Who's got the buy this week? The Cowboys. Tom, oh, Tom Dearden's usually 18th man. So we're in a, such, such a tricky situation. But, um, yeah, I think that's – Luke Brooks has won. 27 runs on the weekend, two hundred over 200 metres run. Supercoach-wise, he's over 600K. I don't know how serious – you can really take the this price, suggestion. Six hundred thirteen k coming off. Here's his last few scores: 65, 70, 50, 103, 42. and then he has a draw of Gold Coast, Melbourne, Cowboys, Sharks, Newcastle. So over this period, it is a little bit tricky here and there. But I like that they're playing some good attacking footy. I like that he's running more. That's really going to help his super coach and um, his scoring in general. Um, I couldn't do that. No. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't either. Yeah, well, um, Origin players who haven't been named this week, I usually go into it with team lists, but this, it is a hot topic. Dave Fafida, 900K, came off the bench mm. for half of the game, 32 minutes to be exact, for 16 points. It did cross my mind to sell, but I don't think any of us could have predicted that this was going to happen. Yeah, when they named him on the bench, it was kind of frustrating. I was like, oh, well, I hope we can still get me 50. He'll play 50 yeah. minutes. Yeah, like Or 50. even if he plays 40, he'll probably still get 50. Yeah. Point, you know, so that was the the glass half full thinking I think we all sort of had. But, yeah, it's a bit of a thing. And now with not being named this week, I mean, maybe you could maybe you could sell. But I think the thing what we were talking earlier today um, – if you just hold him, it doesn't matter how much he drops in price. So if you, but the other thing is though that we've got this little bit of a like doubt. Like, what if he just sort of falls off a little bit over the origin period? What if his minutes are quite reduced? They ease him back. The thing is, like, they're not really in a position to do that. The Titans. So you'd think that they'd want to. Well, but they're they, showing that they're doing it. They though. did on the weekend. Played him thirty-two minutes. Maybe it's because, oh, we're playing Souths. Like, it's going to be a big effort if we do win. Yeah. Um, I know that's pretty bad attitude, but at the end of the day, they're better off having Dave Fafita for the rest of the season rather than mm. pushing him this week, next week. Like, we knew Dave Fafita was coming off, uh, going to have three games in eight days because they play Thursday as well. So it's no surprise that he's not playing on Thursday, but the 900k price tag for a second rower, he's been phenomenal to start the year, and there is a chance he drops off. 900k, you can spend on the most expensive player in the game right now. Mm. He I, will drop a bit of cash too, so we won't be as hard to get back. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, unless yeah. he just comes back and keeps no, going but, ton, 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 ton. But over this period he's going to lose cash. Like, I feel like they're going to be reluctant to play minutes until at least round 21. By round 21, it could be all done and dusted for the Titans. That only gives them, you know, yeah. an extra you know, seven, eight weeks of footy or whatever, and they might be in the case where they've got to win every single one to make the bottom of the the eight. Who knows? It's a close competition, so it's probably yeah. a bit far-fetched, but... They're not winning enough games on the trot to sort of 
give me the confidence that they'll be able yeah, to sort of yeah. agree. Um, but say you do sell him, what replacements are there? I feel like if you sell him in second row, a lot of people do have jewels where they can get a center wing, can get a second row, front row. There's nothing absolutely screaming out to me at the moment. I feel like like looking at the matchups this weekend, I don't know who to captain because I'm just like there's no big ceiling players. Yeah. I don't mind the captain options this week. I think like Cody Walker as a VC looks quite nice, and we'll get to captains later. But I think there's there's definitely some captain options there. As for who I go to for feeder, for like the, the chat around um, Bateman and um, Isaiah Papalihi, I kind of wasn't huge in the camps of that. I could kind of see it at the prices. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's some there's you know some reason to be looking at them and especially knowing what they can do. Um, there was just a sort of question marks of, you know, will they be able to sort of play as well as, you know, Cam Bateman play as well as he did, um, yeah. you know, for could Canberra. Have had at Canberra, for Canberra and the same said for Papali at Para. But yeah, look, I, I, I think they're both really good options. Colin Matungi, if he doesn't, make origins, but you wouldn't want to run on that one this week either because he could get um, picked up. Exactly, yeah. The thing about the two Tigers guys are one's English and one's a Kiwi, so you don't have to worry. You can pick them and you don't have to stress about selections. Bateman was a big purchase last week. Mikey got on, and Mm. I, I was actually pretty happy with his scoring until he went over late. And I think that thurs- that Friday night game just stung me so hard. Uh, Papali'i scored 58 points uh, compared to Bateman's 102. And now they're 100K difference when last week yeah. they, they were pretty much the same price. So, yeah, it's annoying. So Papali'i is 560 and Bateman is 660. So I think if you're going one of the two, Papali'i is probably the guy, but... I don't think Papa Lee, he has the ceiling that he did when he was at Para. I don't yeah. think he's uh, – because the last two seasons, he would always score tries. Mitchell Moses would give him tries. I don't think he's going to get that with Luke Brooks. Yeah, and on the back of just fast play, the balls that Para would have and then just a quick boom, boom, crash, yeah. crash happened before they even knew what was going yeah. on. He's over. Don't you haven't sort of seen that moment where he's going to have that this yeah. year. Bateman's so unorthodox that he can just sort of go over here and then he's over there and he's, you know, done some crazy things. He's just put someone through um, a hole and they've made a line break. He's yeah. backed up and he's scored. Yeah. So he's a weird footy player and he just seems like a fun guy to have too. He's definitely warming into the season too. I like I like him as a, an option. It just sucks that he's so expensive now for 660. I mean, if you're selling for feeder, that's still 250K. Like that's yeah. that's – a lot of money to play with. I, I don't mind the price. I don't think it's that bad, considering, yeah. you know, we've had guys in the second row that are around that sort of 550-ish mark that we've been happy enough with, like yeah. a Preston, Hosking, um, Hopgood, all those sorts of players that are sort of lingered around that price. He's just that yeah. little bit more, and, and he's fairly consistent. The scores look fairly reliable. Speaking of players from the Tigers... We have to talk about him. Yeah. Dream Buller, 570,000, negative 56 break even still. Mm. I feel like I've asked this question every single week and the answer is still, oh, yeah, maybe. Mm. Is he still a buy? 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I hate this, man. Okay, so this reminds me of Papa Leahy a couple two, like yeah, two years when ago you when you just on had a price and you just kept doing it and you're like, do I do it? Do I just get him? I have to get him now. Um, look, I was so close to getting him last week. I was, you know, him and Meany were the two trades I was going to bring in and I ended up sort of um, going off Buller and going to Junior Tupu just because I I ended up watching that game back, that 66 to 18 scoreline. And, yeah, they were all great, but um, Junior Tupu just really caught my eye in that game and I was like, I think I might just go him. I really like the way he plays footy and I think he's a good, good option. He's only 20K more and he was way more of a pod. But Do you think if the ownership was flipped, you would have gone Buller? Probably. I think I was trying to go for the pod play a little bit. Also, the the factor was the the locking in him at that fullback spot for a bit and I was still – Still kind of like the idea. I can't pick one because none of them seem like a slam dunk, but of a fullback over this period, like a Kennedy, a Dylan Edwards, Guthrie. someone like that. Yeah, Gutho even. So kind of want to keep that available. I'm thinking maybe Gutho, hey. I think so too. If Moses is picked in origin, he's in my side for sure. Yeah. I think um, when Moses is out, he takes the attacking reins. Dylan Brown. Looks set to yeah. be out. Um, guess we won't speculate, but they, yep. Uh, he, I, I don't know what's going to go on there, but yeah. he's named. Um, we don't know what's going to happen there, but I don't. Yeah, it's not. So we're not sort of very smart with the law and that. Sort yeah, of stuff. So <laughs> he's probably one for Wilfred tomorrow night when yeah, I chat to him. I'm sure he'll have some comments on it, but um, um but yeah, I, I don't know what's going to go on there. So, um, Gutho in round sixteen is very appealing. I think if you haven't jumped on Buller, negative 56 break even, mm. I th- the fact that he's going to make so much money really stings, but you've really got to hold him till round 20 probably. Yeah. And he could lose a bit of cash by then. He won't lose heaps of cash. I think you've probably missed the boat points-wise. If you're getting him for cash, go for it. But if you're at the point where you need to make up points... Everyone has their fullback spot locked up in, owned now. with Buller. Go the pod route. Get Kennedy and Dylan Edwards or Kennedy and Clint Gutherson because I feel like if you do that and have both of your fullback positions taken up, that's 30% of super coaches can't get that other person. So that's a definite pod for yourself. Mm, it's a really tough one because he seems to be scoring the points kind of without too much stress. Yeah. Like I remember like – this is the hundreds he's scoring. I feel like when Reese Walsh was scoring tons, he was like, Whoa, doing, doing a so lot, much. Yeah. So the fact that he's getting it with a little like he's still like got those line breaks that he, just that little speed, you know, he's got just it's crazy. He just sort of the way he just sort of looms and then just sits on someone's hip and then just makes it get that little line break and stuff like that. And he's just, you know, quick that that try, just a cheeky little try he shouldn't have got where yeah. Kyle Felt didn't clean her up. But um I think he kind of – it just depends on the side, like what your plans are. I don't think he's like, oh, I must have by any means. Yeah. I think it would be really hard for this kid to keep scoring this well. It would just be like outrageous. He, lo- he looks good enough to do it though. Like don't get me wrong, he passes the eye test. He kind of reminds me of Latrell Mitchell a little bit. Yeah. Just the, the lankiness, the silky ball playing – uh, there's a lot to like about him, but I think with these ones, you either bite the bullet and swallow your pride 
or you can put up elsewhere. For example, start of the season, me with Reese Walsh. I didn't jump on straight away. I was keen on him, yep. but I didn't jump on straight away, and I feel like I missed too many good scores from him. So I went Latrell Mitchell instead. And two, he started trumping. 250 Walsh. scores in a row, and then I went to Tedesco. Tedesco's turned up two weeks in a row now too, so... I think that the points in the long run, when you look at it, if you go someone else, it's going to even out. And yeah. who knows, you could end up being on top because everyone's going to want to jump on this guy that you've got. So I think with Buller, um, just decide whether you're chasing it's the cash. Being so big now. Like, it's bigger than it was last week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Coming off 200s, though. So next week, it still kind of will be low. He'll mm. make – it looks like he'll make about 80K. It's going to be like 750K, bro, yeah. I can imagine. Like, that's just it's ridiculous. So, it sucks. It sucks so bad. By players that we are looking at targeting. So there's – a buy next week, obviously, for a lot of teams. I just wanted to just talk about a few names. Yeah. Wirimu Greg, 392,000, negative 12 break even, went over for a try in their round 13 buy. It looks like his minutes are coming back. But just as I say that, I have a thought. RCG is back. Yeah, RCG is back. No, this week he, he was named. Right. So put a line through that. But yeah. his minutes were coming up, and he will play big minutes next week. So if you're looking for someone at that price in the front row, maybe he's a goer. Have you got anyone that you kind of want to talk about? Well, I guess for me, it's the fullbacks, I guess, is the, is the big contentious point. I think that's where a lot of ranks can be sort of yeah. made up there. Um getting that one right, as well as the halfback and what how we deal with the, the Cleary thing, I guess, as well. It's it's really tough. Like, I, I don't know whether I want to just keep it. Like, there's some other guys that are impressive that have got the jewels, you know, like Izako I've got there. Um, Ruben Garrick's got that jewel. I sold him recently, unfortunately. Don't really like that sell, but we'll see how it goes. Um, Nick Meany even. Like, Nick Meany's scoring... Pretty well. He's in a lot of. He's attack. got the jewel as well. So, and then you don't have to lock. You can sort of move it around a bit still. But I do really think I like the idea of Gutho and Kennedy. Those two are the ones that I'm like, oh, good sides. Have a bit of pizzazz about them. Gutho when he just wants to, you know, rip and tear and be involved in everything and close to the line. It's like a little mini turbo sometimes wanting to get his hands on it. Yeah. And um, But then Will Kennedy just with that sort of floating speed out the back of like a good shark side is also very tempting. They, they feel like Kennedy could have potential more upside in my mind, but I feel like he could also have – Lower. He has a low floor, he does. I owned him last year when he came off two negative – was it two negative scores? Yeah, or like, yeah. Yeah, and he was like 400K. He was good, but he, oh, he gets a lot of try assists because mm. he's always that sweeping guy, and he's been really good this season. But I feel like you see a lot, he scores this year. 
they're really good scores, but he's scoring two or three tries to do that. Yeah. Plays Melbourne this week, so I wouldn't be keen on it this week. Guthrie will kick goals too, right, if Moses is, if Moses gets is out. A call yeah, up. so yeah. that's why I like Guthrie as well. To wait and see on that one, I guess, Edwards? isn't it? Yeah, I, I do like him. I sort of had him out of my mind because he was 800k last week. I thought oh, that's just too much for Dylan Edwards. Like he's he's the most like sort of meat and potatoes fullback. He does a lot of work, but those big big ones are sort of very few and far between. I love him as a player, but for Super Coach, not as much. Even though he's consistent for 60s, 70s, which you'll take in any other position, but fullback you kind of want to be trying to get those hundreds wherever you can. He scored 40 last week. Yeah, so he's dropped a bit. Didn't do much. 740K. Mm. Has he got any tons this year? He's got one. He's got 163 in round six and 122 in round 10. So he does have them big scores, yeah, but right. mind you, that 163 was four tries. Yeah, it was a bit of a wow game. Or was, or was it even five tries? It was a big game. I think it was four. But, but like yeah. here, 49, 42, 82, 57, 163, 65, 72, 54, 122, 62, 80. Those 72, 60, 50s, that three chunk of games, seems really underwhelming for... 740k still, and I'd just be yeah. worried I'd be picking that up. If you got 120 and 80 and a 60 or something over that three-week period, it'd be yeah. pretty sweet. And no Cleary. Uh, just a bit worried about the positions he's going to get put in. Mm. Uh, before we go on to team lists, how did you go on the weekend? We didn't. St- we just got it straight into Cleary chat. Yeah. Uh, I was I feel like a really yucky week. I'm surprised it wasn't worse than what it was. I thought I was going to drop quite a fair bit. I scored 1,096, which felt – there were some bad scores out there. Yeah. Like some pretty good super coaches had like 800, 900s and stuff, but there was enough big enough ones in there where I'm like, oh, I'm just having the Cleary captain where there's enough people that yeah. didn't. And so many just like letdowns. Yeah. So many letdowns. And I'm yeah, like – For feeders, Harry Grant – yeah, I don't have Grant, but like, I mean, I got Cook there at 66, wasn't that much of a slam dunk. But yeah, there was a lot of commonly owned super coach players that didn't do what you wanted. Like, even Hosking 39 was very disappointing. I bought Mulatalo, really wanted to try. I realised the matchup was a bit of a tough one going, you know, this and next week's a bit tough. I just like the points bet. I got in Mulatalo as well, and I was just like, they haven't been to points bet for a while. The wingers can score tries against it. I'm still not worried about him playing at Amy Park this week. I'm pretty happy to have him. Mm, so I've managed to just ha- still work around um, 900 and something-ish. I think it's 960 or something. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's all right. I'm just starting to get a bit nervous about trades. Every week I'm sort of counting back, you know, how many have I got. And it seems like it's not that much stress stations. I've got 19 before trades, but it does feel a little bit – You've got to start making these trades work and nail them. We're 12 rounds away from the end. Yeah. Um, so 24 would be ni- awesome. 19 trades, maybe you have 10 trades over the next five weeks and then that'll leave you with nine trades from round 20 to 27, yeah. which – it's pretty good. It's not too bad, but obviously me playing head-to-head as well, like I really wanted yeah. to sort of be a little bit more able to make solid moves and just with the amount of carnage that's yeah. been going on lately, I worry that's going to happen just with injuries and s- stuff like that. And where are you ranked? Uh, I, I said about 960. So I'll bring it up exactly. Well, um, my, myself? 983. Uh, myself, 1100. Um, 
uh, it was looking like a shocker week, to be honest, because mm. I just had nothing went my way. Um, I went down to two tenths, uh, but my saving grace, Captain Teddy, I was yeah, really nice. stuck on Sunday. I changed it to Manu with five minutes to go. Ooh. And I was just like, I saw them warm up and Manu was on the inside doing uh, – actually, no. Manu was on the outside in like they were doing a practice play. Yep. And Teddy was on the inside. So I'm like, Teddy's going to be on for redemption here uh, from having. Nice eyes up, super coach there. Yeah. So I changed it back to Teddy and. Big difference, yeah. Yeah, big difference. Uh, Saved your week a bit there. It did. It definitely did save my week. Uh, Teddy was a pod as it was, and then having him as a pod captain, missing out on the Bullers, the Batemans, selling Valentine Holmes. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's plenty of players I've sold over this year, and they're just brained it the the following week. And I've found this year as well, I'll trade someone in, and they'll – just underwhelm, but then the next week they go yes, off for me. Yes. And I'm like, all right then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Valentine Holmes won't play for like five weeks now, so yeah, I, I think um, that the trade was definitely there, uh, and yeah, looking at some moves this week. But back to team list: uh, Tapane prop, Horsberg on in at lock. This is you like this? It's good for non um, Tapane owners, I think. So I like him being a bit more reduced minutes up. Has he has he been as a non-owner? Has he been annoying? Like no, nah, sc- he hasn't. I've only been a little bit worried about him the last couple of weeks because he's been scoring just a bit better. Yeah, looked a bit better too. Yeah, yeah, especially when he's been at lock. You know, yeah, just, it, for sure, he hasn't been like a stressful. Oh, like yeah. some of the other yeah. ones, you death ride when you don't have them. But yeah, still think he's looking good though. That's it. He's um, on the rise. I think horse at lock. Croker's three hundredth. Should be a good uh, good game this this week. Yeah, Tafare named at seventeen again. Uh, a lot of people do like Tafare. I think he's exactly what you said he was going to be a couple of weeks ago. He's going to be that guy that you just can't get in because he's just never named to start. Yeah, and he ends up braining it at the end of the season. Garrick named at center. Pretty happy you sold. Oh, far from happy. It was just I was tossing up between him and Sevo. I wanted to sort of. I'll float one of that big bulk yep. of um, Knights, para. Even though they sort of back up, I needed to sort of get myself some numbers for last week. I didn't yep. want to be short. I just thought, oh, I could hold Sevo. I just got a feeling about the para. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run a bit better. And just I thought, yeah, with Garrick, if Turbo's not there, he's not as appealing on the wing, you know, with KO weeks giving the ball. If he's playing fullback, it's not too bad. But I don't think he – I prefer – the combination of Turbo and Garrick there. So I thought I could get away with it for a little bit and maybe he'll drop a bit for me. Sav's joke of the week is back this week. Oh, good. I hope it's um, – I'd sign off on it. Is it? Is it something I'd sign off on? Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll see. <laughs> okay. What's Dylan Brown's favourite sport? Ooh. Um, touch football. You got it. Yay! <laughs> Obviously, if you said it, you signed off on it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It would have been better if I got to deliver it, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. Actually, touch football. <laughs> He's going to cut me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Sam Uella Fainu named to start on the edge, left edge for Manly, 226,000. 
Front row forward only. He has a break even of minus 77. Ooh. He played, oh, sorry, minus seven, not 77. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> so he played 77 minutes last week and 58 minutes the week before, scored yep. 49. I think he's a nice little cheapie at front row to take you into round 16. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think he was a good buy even last. Last buy round, yeah. but his BE was still up there, so it's kind of you, you could wait. Yeah, um, but yeah, I kind of like him this time of year. I guess if you if you're doing it to fu- to fund something else, maybe. But with the guys that we're looking to probably sell at this point, you probably don't need to downgrade. It's true, sure. Like if we're selling a Cleary or people who want to sell for feeder over this period as well, they're big money, so it might save us allow us to get like two. Better prospects. Yeah, I think the guy's going to probably play pretty decent uh, enough minutes there, and has that spot. Yeah, for a while at least, for at least maybe another four or five weeks even. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's tough, man. Like I just with the limited trades, I I think yeah. with the, the amount of cheapies we start bringing in are limited, unless. Unless that's your strategy to fund for free up cash. Well, I wanted to start getting rid of some dead wood in my side, and Ben Murdoch Masilla was, oh, he wasn't even on top of the list, which is pretty, pretty daunting for my side. But he's named a starting lock this week, so mm. I can I can live with that. If he was named at second row, though, I'd hundred percent be getting rid of a Burbo or, or, or I have Tom Eisenhuth in my side. I don't know how that happened, but Ray Stone named at lock. He's got made his way up to 386,000. He's played 60 minutes the last two weeks uh, with a break-even of three, and he scored 60 points in the last two weeks. It's a shame the Dolphins don't play in the first buy round, uh, the second buy round, because I probably would have considered him just a little bit more than I have, but just a tick under 400,000, I don't think you would yeah. go there. Um, the Rabbitohs have no Latrell and no Cam Murray, which I don't know if that hurts Cody Walker and Alex Johnston, if you are an owner, but they kind of did it without him last week, so yeah. probably not an issue. As I said before, Dylan Brown named and uh, Dave Feeder out. That's the big team news of the week. Is there anything from team list that you've taken away that you find just a little bit interesting? Um. Not particularly interesting. I'm just looking at that the Bunnies matchup against South. I think that's a great matchup for uh, about against the Dragons. I should say it's a great matchup for Cody Walker. And the fact that the others are out, I could. I've got Graham named here on my list. Is he Who? Not, Graham Campbell. Yeah, yeah, he's playing. Okay, I thought you said he wasn't. No, okay. Cam Murray. Oh, Cam Murray. Okay, yeah, I'll go, I don't reckon that hinders Walker too much. I mean, this sort of matchup stream. I really like him as a VC or C this week for sure. He's been With the audition for Origin, yeah. big time. It's it's a massive uh, audition thing this week. Yeah, I mean, um, you've got, like you got Moses, you got Hines. Yeah, I, if I had Hines, I can't smell when it's very tough because they haven't put on enough points against top eight sides. But yeah, he's an old club too, so yeah. you might imagine. Um, the boys being good enough to sort of just let him sort of yeah you know, he, he, he's a line go rake. easy on him he's a yeah, make him kill it give him a leg up but um yeah I think they're all great great options Melbourne had body forty four put on them by the Cowboys last week so yeah. they'll want to improve on that but 
I still think the Sharks and those boys will be able to put on a fair few points still. One massive team list change as well. Uh, Tom Trebojevic cleared to play. Mm. He's playing this week. It's a very annoying, very, Just very annoying. Those of us that have sold him, yeah. I sold him last week with a negative one break even. So um, playing the Dolphins at home this week, it is slightly annoying. Yeah. Um, but what can you do? A lot of people don't have him now anyway. Yeah, he's not very commonly owned, is he? I wouldn't be too stressed about it. I think it's going to be a good opportunity for him to, you know, make sure he cements a spot down. But I feel like the game before round 13, like round 12, yeah. I think that was more his opportunity. Yeah. That he he's already proved it now, so it's just a matter of whether he's fit to go. So That's it. Yeah. So that factor <coughs> doesn't scare me as much. He's not trying to win his jersey. All right, guys. We – um. We put up a questions post on Instagram and Facebook about an hour and a half ago, but awkwardly, no questions. Oh, okay. I thought you just didn't press post. <laughs> no, no, well, no, no, no questions. Usually we have heaps at this time, but um, obviously a lot of people don't are unaware that like on the socials, like because we haven't been consistent with the podcast and where we usually do it live, like a pop up um, show, it's pop up. It's kind of like a pop up. So um, have a look out for the questions post every week on our social media about three o'clock, maybe hopefully a little bit before most weeks. Um, if not, we will answer questions when this is premiering live, which will be at eight thirty. Every Tuesday night from now, um, it is a bit of a late time. I apologise, but it's the best we can do with the resources we have at the moment. And um, yeah, all right. Are you, do you want to chat trades and? Yeah, we will chat this? trades. But first of all, Picklebet now have same game multis. What a Great. game changer! Mm. I think Picklebet for a long time have known that. The same game multis is something they need to just elevate their platform, and they've done it. They've worked extremely hard to get there, and I think now they're no doubt one of the better bookies in the game now that they have it. So make sure to head over to Picklebet, and when you are heading over, use the code TURBO when signing up. Best bet this week off the top of the head. I'm going to go all the origin... Uh, people contenders, yeah. contenders. So let's go, Cody Walker. Yeah. Adam Reynolds. Yeah. Nico Hines. Yeah. Mitchell Moses. Yeah. And Jerome Luai to all score tries. Oh, that's a big. That's a big one. I it's think a big goes, one. Yeah, to all score tries. Or should it just be the halfbacks? I was going to say it'd be more realistic to have them like want to just brain the whole game. It might not be through tries, but like, is this is this for a bet? Yeah. Well, it's it's a bit it's outlandish. You'd only want to chuck five or yeah a dollar on it. <laughs> bet responsibly. Yeah, bet gambling responsibly, uh, of yeah, course. Yeah, um, but well, that's fun. That's fun. It's a fun yeah. one. I think we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. Or is it is a very Mikey? Mikey vibes. Oh, like let's not bag out Mikey. I mean, look, the bike's almost in the top thousand, so we're going to start going a little bit easy oh, on you, him. Oh, you're going easy <laughs> on him because you, you, he's he, probably going to overtake me he, soon and start on, being out to, he, uh, you know, get me. So He's on your tail, so you're like, oh, geez, I better not bag him too much because he's going to give yeah, it no, to I'm me. I'm not worried at all. Um, yeah, look, I, I think 
I think it's out there. Just the one that seems like a really tough one, he'll probably be the only one that does score, is Adam Reynolds. You know what I mean? I'm like, I think that's hard. No, I'm saying I don't think it'll happen. But now that I'm saying I don't think it'll happen, he'll probably end Against up... Against Newcastle? Yeah, it's just... He's what sort moral. of tries does he score, you know? Sort of... Backing up. Yeah. And Reese Walsh is that guy now, so... Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe we'll just go the halfbacks. No, we'll go the... F- mm. I'll think about what, it. What, what about all of their teams to win... Yep, because they're, they're, that you yep. want to, yeah, that's that's more realistic, right? Yeah, that's, I like that's it. conservative. Yeah, yep. let's go. That's it. Woo! And that could be our joint best bet. Let's do it. Yeah, I like that. Very good trades this week, Timmy. What are you looking at? So trades, it's a really tough one. I you know probably the toughest for a long time. Just the like what ifs, and I'd love to be able to sell Cleary this week to. Probably Moses. I think he's the preferred one for me. But, yeah, the chat we've been having, I think you need to wait a week just in case he does get picked. It'd be such a yeah. such a hit to have to, like, just hold him there for no reason and you're not going to be able to use him over the period. Um, so, yeah, Dill Brown, like, it, I think that looks like oh, my vibe is he's probably going to get to play. Really? Yeah, I think so. I'm not saying that I think that whatever is going on, I don't no, know too much about no, it. But I, feel, I feel like it is innocent until proven guilty. Um, it doesn't sound good, but we don't know what happened. Like, if the NRL are going to let him play, then obviously they know enough to... I think legally if he can play, then he will, you know. Yeah. So I think that, that as much as we said we don't know much about this, like I think that um, if he's been named, I think it would take for the NRL to... No, so the NRL have allowed them to name him. Okay. But they're still uh, just having a decision to be made. So, Ooh, okay, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a bit awkward. So I'll probably have to just sort of hold there and yeah. maybe make some moves around that. I was really thinking about selling Katoa, but now we, you know, not Katoa, sorry, uh, Hosking, but 490. Okay, that's a hold it's for me awkward, now. Eh? Yeah. yeah, if he was five fifty, five seventy, I'd probably move him on. If I can field enough of a seventeen, which it looks like I probably can, maybe I just don't make any trades this week. I need to make two trades this week because, yeah. um, based on what I have, you're going to be I'll, short. Otherwise, I'll for... have I'll have fourteen players at best. So yeah. I've kind of got to do it, and then I can save trades next week if need be, which I probably won't. But then I'll be right for round nineteen, so I won't be as panicky there. Um, but my initial trades are Cleary to Meany via you know Shustar Katoa. I really want to get rid of Katoa. I really want to get rid of these duds in my side. So I yep. feel like my next trade, just ha- someone has to pop out at me. And I feel like a Burbo or an Eisenhuth has to go because I-, I feel like at the end of the season, these players are going to come back to hurt me. I need to create cash flow in them areas where they're just nothing's happening. I think this is important in your side. You can't just sideways trade all the time. Like I've been... I haven't been sideways trading, but I haven't been prioritizing good cheapies. Yeah, so, I've been heaps sideways trading. Yeah, so like Billy Smith, I didn't jump on him, which like it's fine. I feel like you can miss miss these cheapies. I've gotten it's paid off. Yeah. I've I've gotten a lot of them, but I've created my cash from going guns at the top price to 
people on the way up and making money there. Yeah. And I think while there's not much going on there at the moment, I'm selling Cleary to Meany by making cash there. I can't rely on this to end to end the season because I'm going to be at a point where it's an awkward week like last week. Yeah. And I had 14 players. Could have easily had 16 because I didn't have any many para Newcastle or um, Manly players. It could have easily been 16. I could have had a bigger pool to choose from. The pool I did have to choose from, I played Tyrell Sloan, which for once, I mean, good. I was impressed with how he, how take he went. Yeah. I'd definitely take it. And um, he's a happy hold just for now for me. And I'll see how he goes. But I think with all these Deadwood players, Tom Eisenhuth, Ben Trebojevic, Isaiah Katoa, slowest ride ever. But he's someone... Oh, can you hold on to him and just hopefully he scores? Like he's 307K now. Mm. He's cheapy still. Yeah, I reckon it's too much of a slow burn to hold on to. You want to get those premium yeah. sort of guys in these positions for sure. You could look at Jack Cogger next week. Yeah, I, I flirted with the idea of that because of the price that that was at and just the Penrith yeah. guy. Like I think – I could be wrong, but I've got a weird feeling I might have picked up Sean O'Sutherland last year. Did you? I could be No, wrong. I don't think you I did. Okay, yeah, but I may have thought about it. Maybe. Yeah, so it doesn't look as good as Sean O'Sutherland, though, I don't know. Nah. Reckon. Nah, Sean O'Sullivan actually, I don't. I think I had a dream about him mm. because I, I saw a photo of him. Oh, I was, no, I didn't have a dream about him. I was stalking Nathan Cleary's Instagram. <laughs> dream about <laughs> and being I Nathan saw, Cleary's girlfriend. I saw all the way down the bottom uh, him and Sean O'Sullivan, like that, that was like a, the schoolboys carnival or something. And, yeah, cool. And like I, I guess that just proves like the connections that these Penrith boys have with other people. Like it's crazy. Mm. Um, yeah, so trades are going to be tougher. I, it's going to be a little bit of eyes up. I feel like this is going to be a week where I do a panicky trigger figure yeah. thing. And yeah, I don't like it. It's making me nervous. I like the idea of Bateman because he's, he's B, he's low. If you want to do it, you probably have to do it now before he gets out of reach. Mm-hmm. I just, that for, I'd need to then sell. Well, the, the best way for me to be able to get him would be to, if we got word on Dylan Brown, who was just stood down for X amount of time, yep. then I could move Schuster down to. Um, five eight, and then bring in Bateman up at sec, uh, second row, which is kind of cool. I yep. like that, but I kind of would just like to hold Brown more through this period if that's going to happen for us. Captains, yeah. What so, do you What do you think in this week? Uh, you did say you like the captain options, but yeah, I don't mind it. I don't think there's like a whole different. There's too many forks in the road for people to go. I think it'll be pretty similar by the end of the week. But I like Cody Walker as a VC. Um, you know, I'm up at around 25. Give me a second. I um, I, I like the captains of Mitch Moses. If I was to pull the trigger on him, which I can't see myself doing, because it does, if he does really brain it and goes really really well and does my captaincy score fantastic, maybe he plays himself into a Blues jersey. So that's a bit stressful. But for people who have him, I love that option. Um. Even a Gutho would be nice, I think. I don't have him. Um, the Brisbane game, I, I, I could see myself go um, VC, um, Walker, and Captain Walshy. 
It's a little bit bit puntish, Captain I Walsh. I think Walsh is a good captain this week. I like it's, it. Yeah, it's a bit puntish, but he's got that origin swagger yeah, about him. I like it. He's got the pink undies that's been getting a lot of traction <laughs> on uh, the socials. Um, I think at the moment it's probably VC Cody Walker, Captain Mitch Moses, but... Yeah, that's nice for you, um, yeah, oh, there's a lot of different avenues you can go. I just I've seen Valentine Holmes price is 700k now, sold him for 80k less last week. Yeah, there's so many. Oh, uh, you get that in a big game. Shemaine Azarko, 800k nearly. Whew. How good was that purchase for yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's gonna be obviously a season long hold. That one. It's good when you get one of those guys. Keep it up when there's a bit of doubts over them. Mm-hmm. He looks great. He looks good. Mm. He does look good. All right. I think that's it. Um, Yeah. Cool. Um, Happy super coaching, guys. Don't forget about July 22nd, round 21, Panthers Sports Bar, 3 o'clock. What's the bet? Mikey doesn't come. Mikey could be. Oh, no, he could be. I think he is. Yeah. But if he doesn't come back for that night and then fly back to Europe the night after, he's a dog. He is the a boys. dog. He is a dog. So don't forget, July 22nd, mark it in your calendars. Send us a message if you're coming. Honestly, I'm expecting nobody to come. But, <laughs> but even though I've, got, I've gotten like a couple of messages from people that are just just like follow the Instagram page yep. that they're keen on coming. Yeah, exciting. But still like just watching footy, like drinking beer. People like to watch footy. and People like to watch footy and drink beer. Yep. Good luck with your super coach this week, guys. And make sure to use the code TURBO when signing up to PickleBet. And we didn't say this, but head to gamblinghelponline.org.au because you can't bet more than you can afford, Timmy. Yeah, I do that a bit too much sometimes. You know what to I, do? I'm good at though going on I, I banned myself for a couple of weeks. I'm like, oh You know what to do? Set, set a deposit limit. Set a deposit limit. Yep. Uh, I've I've actually done that with my multiple bookmaker. Oh, um, my one bookmaker in Picklebet. Mm. I've set it for like twenty five bucks a week. That's good. You can't get yourself any trouble about that. I, I can't. Like I'm an that. apprentice sparky by the way, so you know, got to save the dollars where you can. Got got kills it though on OnlyFans, Sav. So oh, that's yeah. where he sort of that's that's it. Gets into fancy studios and stuff. <laughs> like that. But um, what am I going to say? You can still make a bit of money doing some pickle bet stuff, like punting. Yeah, ch- cheeky little. Get a multi up. Yeah, why not? Get a. We don't recommend it doing it professionally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, actually, you got a good one up the other week, didn't you? Dave Fafita and Elliot Whitehead. Yeah, I already first. bragged about that, oh, though. Did you? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go now because uh, time to go home. We're rambling on like a bunch of um, chatty Cathy's. A bunch of weak gutted dogs. Cheers for listening, and we'll see you next week. Happy super coaching. Uh, make sure to comment on the YouTubes, subscribe to our YouTubes and leave a five-star review Mm. on iTunes and Spotify. We appreciate that. Yeah. I'm meant to ask it every episode. If you feel it's four-star, give us a four-star one. But, you know, we'd appreciate you doing a five-star. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers.